0: What is going on? Ken Lamas here, host of the Cloud Growth Podcast. And uh, this episode is going to be somewhat very personal. And it is something that I've struggled with for most of my life, for really the entirety of my life. And uh, it's social anxiety. Right? So this is a very common issue with a lot of people. And, and it, it tends to stop them from doing what they really want to do. It's this fear of either networking, it's this fear of... Getting on phone calls and trying to close deals is this fear of talking to, their, to, to, to that cute girl that they saw. It's that fear of, of really anything when it comes to people, right? And I think the reason why I had social anxiety, I grew up with social anxiety, was because that when I was younger, I experienced a lot of. Um, I don't know; if it's a little personal, but I experienced a lot of uh, abuse, right? I in I was born in the Philippines. And around me, my parents weren't really around a lot just because they had to work a lot in order to provide for me and, and them. And um, I remember when they would always leave me with nannies, right? And th- this would always be random nannies at times because they just didn't have the money to provide, to get a good one, right? So, some nannies would are, be, are good, some nannies were just plain out bad like i remember like i they they would always just hit me out of nowhere and i'm going to get a little too personal here but you know it, it's just one of those things it's like 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 i didn't have the perfect childhood i was born in the third i was born in a third world country and um, it was tough there it was tough there because like i said my parents had to work a lot i didn't really see them when, uh, really a lot and that's kind of like why we moved to america in the first place which to get a better opportunity and I'm not saying that United States is the best country. I'm saying that it's a better country here in terms of opportunities than I was over there in the Philippines. And a lot of immigrants would agree with this, right? And I still have pride. I love my. I love. I love where I came from, but I didn't like the envir- the environment where I was. So, you know, fast forward is like, um, you know, I, I, you know, fast forward. I had I was abusive nannies and. Now, I I remember it, right? I I remember those vividly where those nannies would like constantly just say words at me, would hit me, even though I didn't do anything. Um, And some of those, yes, some of those I would agree discipline where if I didn't do something, if I did something bad, they would hit me. But some of those were not discipline where they would just hit me for no reason or just talk shit about me for no reason. And keep in mind, I was, I think I was only five years old. Right? I was only five, four or five years old. My parents had no idea until I told them like years ago. So fast forward to then I think that, that fast forward to then we came to America, I was about seven years old, from from age of seven to about thirteen or fifteen years old. I stayed in my room, right? Because when I went when I came to America, I, everything was intimidating. I I had this culture shock, like all these kids, all these kids who had nice things right they you know their parents would drop them off blah 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 all all that stuff and if you're an immigrant you you would relate to this a lot but it it was a huge culture shock for me i didn't know english i i barely knew english at all at all i had a thick accent by the way and not to mention i remember my elementary school teacher would she would give me judgy looks because i would have a, a very thick accent and i didn't know how to speak english right she she would give me judgy looks, and I remember she pulled me in after class one day, and this was like a, my second or third grade teacher. Um, she would pull me after she she pulled me after class one day, and she would talk to me, and uh, I remember I tried my I really tried my best to understand her as well as speak English, but just 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 the look in her eyes just looks like she was looking down on me if that made sense, and and keep in mind I was only like seven or eight years old at this time, right. I was it was like my second year of going to school there in, in, here in the United States, and I remember like she she would just look down on me like, Can you need to speak better English. Well no shit like now I think like no shit, right? I was new to the I was new to everything. I mean people liked me just because like, um I was just foreigner I was just right? kid who didn't know how to speak English, but. At the same time it was like, these older figures. That I had in my childhood were were constantly looking down on me and growing up right I I I think that translated to me isolating myself a lot I think that translated to me being in my room all all the time and playing video games all throughout ages 7 to 13 years old right because of that reason and I'm not sure why I'm not sure if, if it was totally because of the reason and but but I I'm guessing it was partly because of the reason Another reason why, because, you know, my parents didn't really let me out a lot, right? They were they were very, very strict immigrant parents. They always wanted me to focus on school. They always wanted me to focus on what they wanted. And I'm not blaming them. Like, that's that's just typical immigrant parents, right? They think they own you, right? And, um, yeah, like, I, I really developed a lot of self-isolation and, and social anxiety from there and every time i would step out every time i would go out to social situations i i would uh, especially when it, when it spoke when it, when it came to speaking to different classmates around school i would i would get this feeling of of pressure right my hands would sweat my i would i would my body my my body temperature would start to rise it's almost hard to breathe i remember almost throwing up one time before speaking in front of class and all and all those things that come in social anxiety, and it's like the world is like it's like if it, it literally feels like people are 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 talking about you all the time, and especially when I when I when I go to the gym, right? Not not anymore, but and even sometimes like I hear these little voices in my head, and even sometimes, right? Like back then when I used to go to the gym, I I would hear just voices in my head when I walk. Throughout the hallways in my, in my school, I would hear voices in my head even though no one was even talking about me. And it's it was things like those, like social anxiety. Um, and I, I really tried my best to step out of that. And I remember, like, enough was enough when I was about, I think it was th- 14 years old. Enough was enough. I, I remember being in my room and I was like, dude, like, you're 14 years old. And I, I, really, I literally had this conversation with myself, like, Ken, you're 14 years old. And... You, you still have this social anxiety. Like, you're you're even nervous to talk around dudes. Like, what is up with that? Like, you're even nervous to talk around, really, to, to even step by their house. and Like, even though I, did, I had friends, like, I was really comfortable when I was with friends. But when I was, like, just around strangers, I was very uncomfortable. I was I always felt anxiety. Or when I thought about, or when my parents ever took me to those, uh, to those, uh, church groups I would always always feel anxiety as well and it it was it was one day when I was just sitting down I thought I, I literally had this conversation with myself like back to that I was like Ken like you need to you need to just work on this a little bit because and a big part and a big motivation from it was because I wanted to learn how to talk to girls right that was a really big motivation because I had crushes I I had crushes all throughout Uh, elementary school and uh, high school and talking to girls was always my issue and i knew that if i just learned how to talk to girls if i learned how to just break out of that shell where i I knew how to talk to girls or just be comfortable around girls then i knew that my social anxiety would would, uh would break away because here's here's the reality of, of social anxiety it's all in your head right it is all in your head the things like all all these things that you you think about, it's like, you you think that because of what, of, of like the pressures that you were when you were a child or the trauma that you experienced, and it's it wasn't until I finally had the proof in front of me, that shit nothing bad will happen. The reason why you have, the reason why I had social social anxiety and I think why most people have it social anxiety, was the fact that. Your brain literally thinks you will die. If you do this, your brain literally thinks you will die if you do this or if you talk to girls, if you talk to a stranger, right? And the way I broke out of that was literally proved it, it to my brain, which is, hey, if I do that, nothing will happen. No one's going to kill me. No one's going to stab me. No one's going to punch me in the face. I'm not going to die. I'm I'm safe. Because at the end of the day, your body, your your brain, your DNA tell is it, it, doing everything it can to keep you alive. It's is all for survival, really. It's a survival mechanism. Why right? we have social anxiety. It's this it's this thing we feel and and we think we're stepping out away away from danger, but in reality there's no danger. Right when it comes to social environments. So I I, I started little by little. I right? I I looked up video videos on how to talk to girls, how to talk to people, how to be comfortable around uh, how to be comfortable around uh, society, how to be comfortable around people. And then um I remember I was watching pranks one day and I was like, wow. Like, you know, those pranks where people just go up to people and they they just troll them or people go up to people and they just get their girl, girl's number. I was watching those. And I was like, wow, I wish I could do that. I wish I could do that. And I just keep watching. I, I remember I went through a, a period of, of like a couple of months where I'm just watching those videos constantly, constantly, constantly. And watching those videos, I would actually feel also anxious, right? But then one day, enough was enough. I, I, I literally just, whatever, I, I just, you know what? Let's, let's see how this works. I went to uh, it. It was still in elementary school, by the way, right? I went to the first person, like I was like, you know what, Ken? I'm just gonna talk to somebody, somebody who I've never talked to. I remember talking to this girl, like, hey, what's up? How are you? I know we haven't talked much, blah blah blah. And and by the way, I didn't say it like this. I, I said it very very nervous, like, hey, how are you? Some some something along those nice. lines. She was like, good. And um, I remember it, it was it was just a small conversation. And uh, I remember we, we ended it off like, hey, okay, have a great day. And then I remember I felt so good. I felt amazing. You know, I, I didn't want to like express it, but like I went home and I was like, wow. Like I had a surge of feeling amazing. And it, it was just like that. Like, it, it like I will never forget that feeling. Because, Ken, you, cause I, I, I was like in my head, I was like, Ken, you just talked to somebody randomly a girl and nothing bad happened she didn't freak out she didn't she didn't kill you right she didn't embarrass you that's it it was a small talk said goodbye and then at that point it was like wow dude if 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 I get better at this little by little then I'll be comfortable and then I made it a goal from there from my throughout my high school I was like you know what I'm gonna just make a lot of friends. I'm just going to be very social, even if it means I'm being weird, which was, yeah, I I, I ended up being weird, by the way, because I was talking to too many people, which a lot of people would regard as weird. But I didn't give a fuck because when I went to college, I made better friends. When I went to college, I joined a fraternity. When I went to college, I I was going to parties a lot. I was talking to people. I was and all that. I was like very, very comfortable it's almost like I love, and now I love being social. I love being outside. I love talking to people. And obviously, I still have that social tendencies inside me, such as, yeah, like well, when I go to the gym, sometimes I'll hear, vo- hear a voice in my head, but I think that's just normal, right? It's like, that fear kind of just gotten away. And it also translated in business. It's like, I made my first sale. I was also nervous, but at the same time, I, rem- I remember how I broke out my social anxieties. It was like, I just have to prove to my brain that this shit works. I just have to prove to my brain that nothing bad will happen. I hop on my first phone call. The business said, no, cool, I got rejected. Nothing bad happened. Next phone call, cool, I got rejected. Nothing bad happened. Cool, next next phone call, I got rejected. Nothing bad happened. And eventually, I, I, you know what? Rejection is just rejection. Rejection is just rejection. It's just this thing where they say, no, that's it. No one dies, no one gets harmed. No one gets harmed, nothing bad happens. I move on to the next one. And eventually I got my first client. And boom, that gave me all the confidence I needed to get the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth. And with the business as well, right? I had four four or five other failed businesses. I failed the first one, cool, nothing bad happened. I dropped out of college, nothing bad happened. I I, I failed the other business, nothing bad happened. I kept going and going and going. And eventually it was just like a normal thing to me. Like to me, rejection is a normal thing when it comes to sales. Saying people, when people say no, when people give me objectives, when people try to give me shit, when people give me hate, that is a normal thing for me now. It's like, they're just words to me. Yeah, some hate, I will feel it here and there, but looking back at my past experiences, when somebody gives me hate, they don't know the shit that I've been through. They don't know the shit that I went through to break out of this thing. They don't know They didn't know me from 10 years ago. Because 10 years ago, if you met me, if you were listening to me, I would not sound like this. I would, hell, I, I wouldn't have even made, if, if I had the same personality as 10 years ago, I would not have even started an Instagram or, or my business or my personal brand or, your, or you never ended up finding out about me. And it's things like those. It's like how I broke out of social anxiety, let me conclude this. How I broke out of social anxiety was I did little by little every day. That first step of just saying hi to somebody Hey, how's it going? Cool, have a great day. Hey, how's it going? Cool, have a great day. Eventually, your brain gets so used to it that this is normal. This is a normal thing. You will not die. You will be fine. With sales, I pitched, I pitched, I pitched, I pitched. I offered my service. I offered my service. They said, no, 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 no. Yes. Cool, no one will die. The, be- the worst that could happen, they say no. The best that could happen, you get a client. When it came to hitting on, hitting on girls, the best that could happen, was or the worst that could happen was the girl says no, fuck off, whatever. The best that could happen, you get a you get a date. You get a potential girlfriend, blah blah blah. And so on. And it is insane how your life will change if you just do that little action. Right? If you just do that little action. And if you want if you want to break out of social anxiety even faster, Hang out with people who are very social. Hang out with people who constantly talk to other people. And after that, your mind will, will be like, okay, this this reality, this is a new reality of mine. Whatever whatever environment you put yourself in, your mind is going to start seeing the patterns in that reality. Because our minds, our brains constantly look for patterns. That's how it survives. It constantly looks for patterns, right? And if it sees something every single day normally, it becomes normal. It becomes the, the social norm to your brain. That's why when you that's why for most people sales is the scariest shit in the world. So talking to talking to business owners is the scariest shit in the world. I think it's the norm is the most normal thing in the world and I think that if you're not doing it, you're weird. And obviously an average person who doesn't do this will say it's weird. And we all have this different perspective on something. Here's a here's the reality. So your social anxiety will never go away. I think it's just going to it's going to keep coming back. Uh, to a point where where uh, it keeps coming back to a point where you kind of don't even notice it anymore and it is all your perspective your perception of it will 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 change it's always gonna be there but your perception of it's gonna change like okay you're you're just gonna notice that it's just this thing that you feel and then it's gonna go away right it's like it's like a um what do you call it it's like it's like a stomach ache it's like sometimes it's just like you're you're going to get stomach aches sometime in your life right sometime maybe you eat the wrong food maybe you you know you're you, you're you know weird you ate the the toxic food or whatever it just goes away same thing with this your social anxiety will go away as long as you take little by little actions right put yourself in an uncomfortable situation you have to it is inevitable the only way i did that was I had to put myself in an uncomfortable situation and then I actually realize it's not that uncomfortable. It gets comfortable eventually. All right? And that's all you need. You just need to prove your brain wrong. Like, hey, shut the fuck up. I'm not going to die. I'm going to live. That's it. Hopefully this helped out. This was something that I, I've been struggling with my entire life and um, literally my entire childhood. And hopefully for those of you who have social anxiety and, and if you, if you're letting it stop you, Please don't. You don't know what you are capable of until you break out of that. Once I broke out of my social anxiety phase, it was like, fuck, dude. Everything I could, I I, I gained so much confidence to start a business, to close deals, all that. And it just translates to everyday life. So so please do it for yourself. And if you have social anxiety, I know how I know how serious this is for some people. If you have some sort of social anxiety, feel free to to direct message me on Instagram or, or, or any of my social medias. Just tell me, hey Ken, I, I I listened to your social anxiety podcast. It it really helped me out. I, I think I need a little bit more help. Feel free to do that. I would be happy to help you out. Because I went through all that shit. Alright, with well, that said, my name is Ken Lamas, host of the Cloud Girl Podcast. Hope you enjoy this. Thank you for listening and peace out.